Hey, Justin here, Stay at Home Dads Podcast. Welcome to the show. Welcome to this place. I talk about a wide array of topics from things with my kids and family, parenting struggles I have, tips I come across, as well as men's health and wellness, plus a few random things kind of thrown in there for good measure. So I really hope something in there entertains you or informs you in some fashion. So thanks for being here today. Thanks for joining me. So hopefully you know by now that I started an Instagram page for this podcast. It's called at stayhomedads underscore podcast on Instagram. If you haven't yet, go check it out. Follow along. I've been meaning to upload a bunch of my own content on there and really try to engage with you and engage with new listeners. Maybe do a daily dad update or something to that effect. Kind of fun, you know. I'm open to any recommendations, by the way, so let me know. But... In the meantime, since I haven't really put a lot of content on there, I've been reposting other people's clips and stories and things that kind of resonate with me a little bit, things that hopefully make you take a second and slow down life a little bit and appreciate things, just, you know, things that I like. I've also reposted some jokes and some funny stuff and things like that just to kind of engage you. But anyways, my point is, taking a while to get to it, I posted this clip from a show called The Hollywood Roundtable or Hollywood Roundtable Talks. It's where a few celebrities get together and they talk about life and they talk about roles they've played and they talk about acting and insights into their world and personal stuff too. It's kind of interesting. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's actually linked in the Stay at Home Dads podcast page in the links. You can check this one out that I'm referring to. But this one that I posted, this clip I posted, was of Michael Keaton talking about laying low for a while after being such a well-known actor and taking the opportunity to be a dad. Losing some roles and losing some jobs he talks about, he said, hang out with your kids as much as you can for as long as you can. You'll never regret it. This clip really hits home for me a little bit. It really kind of speaks to me. You know, I never thought of myself as this type of guy to be a stay-at-home dad. I never thought this was in the cards for me. I've always worked. I've always had jobs. I've always been busy doing stuff in construction or in mechanic shop type work, a lot of that blue-collar stuff. I just figured that was my life. I would never experience this. It wasn't even on my radar. You know, just work hard see my kids when I can, and for the majority of people, that's the schedule, and that's what I thought my schedule was going to be like. And if you've listened to my show for a while, you know that's all changed. And I kind of hated it. Not necessarily hated what I do now. I hated the idea of quitting my job that I felt was starting to move in this certain direction. I hated moving across the country. I was kind of set up in Vegas. I enjoyed it. I didn't really see myself moving to Indiana, right? So I was a little, you know, not necessarily happy with that, but here I am. And I was also apprehensive about being the sole caretaker of my two kids while my wife was away at her new job. That was scary for me to step into that and be like, oh my gosh, I'm going from working 40, 50 hours a week to urge, put on the brakes, here's your house, here's your kids, go, right? That's like a huge transition. That's a huge change. 
but now look at me, woohoo, you know, uh, I finally embraced this role, I guess, it's taken me a little bit, but I've embraced this role, I'm lucky that I get to be in this role, I know a lot of people don't, especially men, dads, this isn't typical, this isn't the typical place that they are, so I am very lucky in that aspect. So the reason I bring all this up is because on that Instagram post I made, I got a few comments. There's like, I don't know, 15 or 20 comments on there of people engaging with me, which that's what I want. A lot of people agreeing, applauding somebody, in this case, Michael Keaton, for essentially setting his, I don't know if it's ego, but that's what I'm going to go with, setting his ego aside for, in a way, sacrificing some, if not a portion, of his career, right? Because he essentially quit his career, he's saying. He quit his career, stopped working to stay home with his kids, for his kids, for his family, which, which good. That's, that's very commendable. And it's also good that people like what he's doing. The, the likes I'm getting on that post in the comments, a lot of people were very supportive of that, which is cool, being a dad and making that extra time for your family and your kids. Now, on the flip side... There were some other comments, not very many, just a couple, people saying, oh, a millionaire's giving parenting advice. Oh boy, here we go, right? Sure, he can stay home because he has the means to stay home, which means he's got all the money to stay home. And another one, this person said, only people with money can say this. If you had to make that sacrifice and provide for your family, you would think differently. They went on to say, would you rather live in a bad area and quote-unquote hang out or live good just to see the smiles and know that if it wasn't for you, then none of that would be happening? Which, yes, I totally understand, and I know it really comes down to money for the most part for a lot of people, as well as you know personal growth with your career and your life and everything else. So I get where the dude is coming from. He's mainly talking about the money aspect that, hey, you know, I have to make money to provide for my family. If I'm not out making money to provide for my family, then we're going to live in, you know, a terrible place. They're not going to have the things that they need or deserve or want. And I understand that. Would I be a stay-at-home parent if all I could afford to eat and feed my kid was ramen noodles and canned beans and government hot dogs or whatever? Of course not. Like, I'm not stupid. That's not going to happen. I mean, sure, I may be spending time with my kids, but are they really happy in that life of living in some dirty, rundown dump? Oh, I'm a stay-at-home dad, but... This is our life. Okay, you know, that makes sense. I understand this dude's point. I think it was a dude, anyways. So that's kind of what I want to talk about today. Start off with what happened to the traditional stay-at-home parent that we all think of in our minds, as well as some pros and cons to being or having a stay-at-home parent in the household. So people always like to reminisce about the old days, right, when... It wasn't like it was today. That's always the thing. Like, today was never like it was back then. And there were several factors that made that possible, that made it possible for a single-income family to survive and thrive, I don't know, in the 60s, in the 50s, in the 70s, versus today. One being higher wages, at least higher wages in relation to cost of living. 
So it was much easier for a single-income family to cover their basic needs. Also, the cost of living in general was lower back then. Housing costs, definitely lower. I mean, you could buy a house for nothing. Or not nothing, but a lot cheaper than you can buy a house now. The housing market today is exploded, and that's a huge gripe with a lot of young people is they can't afford to buy a house. So, Plus, other basic necessities were also cheaper. I mean, think about cars, for instance. In 1965, the Ford Mustang cost around $2,700, at least according to the internet, which... $2,700 in today's money is twenty-six grand. Okay, that's like a decent chunk of change. But wait, hold on a second. A 2023 Mustang today costs $44,000, which is almost double what that car would have cost in 1965. So there's double. I don't even know how to put words into that, that that's the price difference between... You know, taking out all inflation and everything else. That car is almost double what it cost back then. So that's kind of crazy. Anyways, off my little soapbox there. But also childcare was a different story back then. There were much fewer options for childcare. So what did that mean? That, well, either a relative had to watch your kid or typically back then the wife would stay home and, and watch the kids while the husband went off to work. Plus, government policy after World War II, the government implemented policies to support this nuclear family model. Tax incentives for married couples, subsidies for home ownership, all made it a lot easier for the single-income home to really thrive. But we also have to remember, too, that even though we like to think back then as unicorns and rainbows and happy times and everything was perfect, leave it to beaver... The wife has her apron on and she stays home and the husband puts on his suit and tie and hops in his mid-sized car and drives to work for the day. Many families were not able to have that dynamic. They weren't able to survive on a one income and they struggled really to make ends meet. So I think even though we like to believe that that's how it was, I don't think that it was just cut and dried like that across the board. Lastly, the idea that women should stay home to raise the kids and the men go off to their fancy jobs, like we like to remember, was not universally accepted back then either. And during the second wave of the feminism movement in the 60s and 70s, feminine activists challenged traditional gender roles and the idea the women's place was in the home. The movement focused on things like reproductive rights, equal pay for equal work, and the elimination of gender-based discrimination in education and the workplace. So, yeah, it wasn't like all, like I said, leave it to Beaver or I Dream a Genie or whatever. It wasn't this perfect scenario that the women stayed home and they had their aprons on and they, they, they held the fort down at the house and they did all the shopping and the cooking and raising of the kids while the dad, the husband, took off in his fancy car and went to work. That, that wasn't the norm, despite us liking to believe it was. I think the past is easy to think about and think it was a lot better than it was. All right, moving on from our little history lesson, let's run through a few pros and cons of being a stay-at-home parent, shall we? Does that sound kind of fun? Maybe? A little fun? All right, first pro, strong family bond. Yes, definitely strong family bond. I have bonded much more with my kids than any other time's in their lives, these past four years with them, much, much more so than for a couple hours before bed and on the weekends. That was my schedule back then. 
And it's pretty amazing that they come to me now with conflicts or things going on in their lives or just to talk and open up to me. I never, I don't think I ever would have gotten that before in my old working days. I don't think that would have been me because we wouldn't have bonded like we've bonded now in these past four years of me being a stay-at-home parent. All right, second pro, consistent care. Having one parent as the primary caregiver provides consistency and stability in kids. It gives them routine and they really know what to expect at the end of the day. Yes, I'm watching my kids. They aren't being shuffled off to daycare with seven different quote-unquote teachers to watch them. They aren't picking up potential bad habits from other kids or seeing other disciplinary actions with those other kids, seeing those scenes play out. Plus, I have greater control over their upbringing, and they are learning values that I want them to learn as well. And I'm not trying to talk shit on daycares or anything like that, but I've seen some kids come out of there hitting, spitting, just mean little assholes sometimes, which I will agree that could come from the parents at home as well. So maybe I could be putting my foot in my mouth. I don't know. Also, I don't want to like undermine my wife at all because my wife is involved a lot with my kids. So she does have consistent care as well. And my kids also know what to expect from her. But I'm the one that is home primarily, and I'm doing a lot of the school pickups and drop-offs and things like that. So that's why I kind of mentioned that. All right, pro number three, lower stress for one. And a part B on that is definite cost savings, right? With me being home, there is much less stress in our house than before. My wife doesn't have to worry about racing home to pick up the kids or to get them off the bus or to necessarily figure out what to eat and to cook for dinner or to worry about the condition of the house, or worry about running to the grocery store before you get the kids and then get home and make a meal and do all that stuff, I am kind of here to fill in a lot of those spaces and to give her some extra time and to lessen the stress on her, which I know was kind of stressful before when we lived in Vegas and we were both working. Because I would wake up, I would get the kids ready, I would drop them off at grandpa's house, I would head to work, my wife would go out to work, then she would try to figure out a grocery store and then picking up the kids and then getting home to make some kind of dinner or whatever. It was kind of a rat race, kind of normal. That was our normal life back then. But it was, it was, always, this, it was always this dance of shoes, you know, all the time. Who's picking up the kids? Who's dropping off the kids? Who's swinging by the grocery store to get the half a gallon of milk? Who's doing this? Who's doing that? So now that I'm staying home, it's much more of a relaxed environment, which, you know, makes everyone a happier person. That sounds really cheesy, but that's okay. Also, as far as the cost savings, like, forget it. Cost in daycare is like, it'll make your head explode. I mean, I just talked to a buddy of mine, and oh my god, I guess I didn't realize the cost of daycare until I've talked to a couple of friends that have a couple kids in daycare. His childcare is like, $4,000 a month or something like that. He's got an infant and a four-year-old. I was shocked. I'm still shocked talking about it with you. This is outrageous. And this is at some, you know, big machine of a daycare place. I'm not going to put out names, but it was one of those big ones. National, maybe. But yeah, $4,000 a month. Let that sink in just for a second. So do I need to talk more on the savings department of 
of uh, having a stay-at-home parent. It's insane. It's just insane. And granted, all those benefits I just went through, all those pros, they may not necessarily apply to you or apply to every family situation. I know we're all different, but the savings alone is pretty crazy. All right, now let's move on to a few cons of having a stay-at-home parent, and then I will wrap today's episode up. Are there any cons? When you kind of think about it, you wouldn't think there are any, but there are. Let me get into them. First is financial strain. This is the big one, especially what people talked about on my Instagram post. Living off one income and relying on one person to bring in the money can cause some stress and strain on family finances, right? I mean, of course, it may be difficult to cover the bills and all that, the living expenses of your family. But on another note, it can play pretty stressful on that single earner, that one person that is going out and making the money, thinking that I have to perform. I have to be at 100%. I have to take all the OT that I can get over time, along with worrying that, hey, this is all on me. This whole lifestyle we have, it's all on me. If I get laid off or if I lose my job, oh shit, then what do we do? Like, poof, it's going to be gone or we're going to struggle or we're going to freak out or we're going to, you know, your mind goes through the worst case scenarios and that's stressful. And I understand that 100%. I understand it completely. Hence my side hustles. I talked about it last week and trying to do things that can generate some sort of income. Also, if we got down to a point in my household that, hey man, Justin, you need to get off your ass and you need to go do some work. I have no problem doing that. I have no problem putting the work boots back on, load my toolbox back up and rolling it into a shop somewhere, or I have a CDL license, hopping in a semi truck and, and doing deliveries for somebody or whatever. I have no problem like doing that. I'm ready to do that at a moment's notice. I'm not going to bitch and complain and moan and be like, what am I doing? I don't know how to do this. Sure, you forget some stuff but you just roll right back into it. All right, second con, limited career opportunities. And that is for me, the stay-at-home parent. Yes, I made the choice to stay home. I have put my career essentially on hold for the past four years. I have. Like Michael Keaton said, yes, you'll lose some jobs, you'll lose some money. But like I just mentioned before too, when I'm ready to go back to work, I'll just go back to work and I'll have to start my career path wherever I can get back in and work my way back up, I guess. That's just the way it's going to go. Plus, it's crazy how much work-related knowledge you forget. Me being a mechanic and knowing torque specs and diagnostic procedures and flowcharts and different things that I used on a daily basis, you get a truck that comes in, oh, it's doing this. Your mind is like this catalog when you're in that type of job and you're thinking of all these different things and then it comes out. But now that I'm not using it, I have forgotten quite a bit of stuff. That's why I try to read a lot online, forums and things, and stay sharp in case I do go back out into that field. But yeah, when I go back to work, I'll really have to work back into it and work my way back up. Also, how in the hell do you put that giant gap of no employment on a resume? Could someone answer that for me? Is that huge red flag? Do I uh, do anything with it there? I feel like that would be a real big problem for potential employers looking at my resume and being like, ooh, man, what'd you do for the past five years? You know, how do you explain that? I don't know. 
All right, three, social isolation. Yes, staying home with kitties can be quite isolating. Believe me, I felt kind of isolated at certain times of this journey that I've been on. So there is this possibility to miss out on a lot of other social interactions when you're not in a workplace. It would be quite common with a full-time job. That time away from the family, you get to focus on something, your work. You get to focus on something else. You get to be around a whole group of other people. You get to talk about things that aren't necessarily directly involved with your family. So, yeah, this shit can get kind of isolating sometimes. Maybe that's why I sit here and I talk to you. Maybe I'm just this crazy person that just sits here and talks to myself. But also, this is why I promote meeting people and hanging out with friends, meeting your neighbors and becoming friends with your neighbors and volunteering at the school like I'm going to do for my daughter's field trip and volunteering at other things to really get some social interaction so you're not so isolated. There are things you can do to kind of disrupt that isolation. Even going to the gym like I go to, I talk to Brian, the guy that runs the gym every day. I talk to other people. It's all just really important for our own mental wellness to do that, especially as a stay-at-home parent. All right, last one I have written down here, and that is increased pressure on the stay-at-home parent. So we talked about the pressure the other way, relieving the pressure. Now we're talking about a little pressure on the stay-at-home parent. And it's not necessarily pressure put on by others. I think it's pressure put on by myself, that I put on myself to go above and beyond with being this perfect dad or trying to be this perfect husband, keeping the perfect house. All those things I think about. Hey, I got to make sure I have this planned out and I got to make sure that's happening. Make sure my kids are getting taught life lessons by me and I'm being fun and I'm doing projects with them and I'm playing sports outside with them and I'm doing all these different things, right? And then I have to also remember on top of that, Try to keep my house dialed in a little bit, at least somewhat picked up. Make sure shopping is done to an extent and that my wife and I have some semblance of what we're doing for meals and cooking and, and also speaking to my wife, making sure that her feelings and needs are met and make sure that I'm being a good husband to her. So there's definitely a lot of areas for increased pressure that I put on myself within this whole role. And when you feel like you're not handling some of those avenues, you feel like you're failing. You feel guilty and you beat yourself up about it a lot. And then it puts you in a mood. And then that mood is projected on your family and this whole cycle kind of starts. So we just have to remind ourselves to do the best we can a day at a time. And some days will be better than others. And our spouse and our kids aren't silently judging us on every action or inaction that we take. So we just have to really keep that in mind. So aside from the money aspect and the stress that can kind of happen there, the, the cons of this are not really about the family. They're more about the negative impacts on the home parent and how they deal with and take on that role. I mean, if you're not okay putting your professional career on hold for a while, then being a stay-at-home parent may not be for you. If both parents need to work to provide that great life for your kids and your family, then great. That's what you have to do. Then you're not going to be a stay-at-home parent. It doesn't mean you're an inadequate parent either, by any means. I'm not demonizing you if your family has to have two incomes to 
live the life that you want to live. Like, I'm not demonizing you at all. I'm just trying to kind of lay all this out there and, and maybe explain to some why I do it. I don't know. Felt like it was good to talk about. There are pros and cons just like anything else, and I just wanted to share those with you today. Like I said, all these things are different for every family, and what works for one may not work for another. And honestly, had I not moved across the country, I know I would still be working in that concrete construction company. I would still be working my way up with my career. I wouldn't have any opinion on any of this today, not at all. I mean, remember, I'm not a psychologist or a therapist or anything like that. I'm just some regular blue-collar, rough-around-the-edges guy that fell into this role and accepted this role, and now I'm embracing this role. Granted, my rough edges have smoothed out a little bit because I'm dealing with two little girls every single day, so maybe that's why, but it's good. I think it's all good. The stress and other aspects can be pretty hard, but the reward can also be pretty amazing too. Anyway, so that's all I have for today's episode of Stay at Home Dads podcast. Like I said, I just wanted to talk about stay-at-home parenting a little bit. Honestly, that's the name of my podcast. I wanted to chit-chat about it. That's what I am. I'm a stay-at-home parent. Kind of give a few pros and cons. Talk about where the traditional stay-at-home parent went that we imagined from the 60s and 70s. And, uh, just give you guys some information if you're thinking about jumping into a role like this. If you have any questions or comments for me on today's episode, please let me know. Hop over to podbean.com or stayathomedads underscore podcast on Instagram and send me a message. Please uh, let me know your thoughts on today's show. If you have any questions, anything like that. If I'm way off in my thought process today or am I close? Either way, let me know. All right. Thanks again for listening and I will talk to you all next week.